How are you? I'm ready. All right, man. All right. Welcome to the second episode of For the Love of the Game podcast. I'm your host, CJ James. And this is the second episode, but this is the first edition of the All NFL 32 preview, where um, myself, company with 32 other guests, will be covering the, the 32 teams in the NFL. Today, we're going to start with the Los Angeles Rams. Today, I have a good friend of mine that I met through Sports Talk named Lorenzo. Lorenzo, what's going on, bro? What's going on, man? How are you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, just uh, tell the people about yourself real fast, and, and uh, yeah, just tell them about your, your love for the Rams. Um, I, I started liking the Rams since early, uh, became a star for the Rams when he was drafted in 2015, and uh, I've been a Todd before I became an L.A. Rams fan. Okay. All right, cool. Um, so other than Gurley, do you have any other favorite players on the team? Uh, Jared Goff, Aaron Donald, LaMarcus Joyner, uh, Cooper Cup, Bradford, I like. Uh, and then uh, Akeem Tlaib. I've always liked Akeem Tlaib ever since he was on my Patriots. Yeah, yeah. He was, yeah, he was nasty on, in New England. Yeah, he was really good. He was really good. I think he's going to – I think he and uh, Wade Phillips are going to work well together. Since you know yes. know each other, absolutely, absolutely. All right, so yeah, so you're you're already, you're already um, ahead of the game. So let's get started. Let's um, let's go right into. Let's talk about the offense. What do you what do you think about the let's what do you think about the team last year offensively, and and what do you think they need to improve on? Offensively, I think they were great. I mean, looking back at the 2016 Rams, um, their offense was awesome the league and it was all part because Jeff Fisher was not a good coach and exactly and I thought last year when Sean McVay came in he provided a whole new dynamic offense for the Rams absolutely absolutely oh, oh, that's it that's it you got you got more or um I also think that Jared Goff, I, I never thought he was a bust. Everybody just thought that he was a bust. But I think Jared Goff is going to work on a few things, and I think he's going to be good. Great, great, man. All right, so, yeah, let's um, so let's, let's dial it back. Just, let's take it back just a little bit. And it's, it's great that you talked about Jeff Fisher. I think that when you look at the Rams, I think how they're going about their style of, of, um, of winning it's definitely the smart way. You know, you got a young quarterback on a rookie contract, and as opposed to throwing him into the fire with a bunch of players that don't have a, that don't have talent, they're boosting, they're improving the roster around him so he can be able to flourish and grow as he develops as a young quarterback. I think that's extremely smart. You see, Philadelphia has has done a similar method with Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz had a, had a very good rookie season, but he didn't have the talent around him. And then you see in year two, Harry Roseman put the, t- put the talent around um, Carson Wentz. And then you see, you see him have a phenomenal year ultimately before getting hurt. And, you know, he went to Super Bowl. So I feel like I see you guys doing the same thing, especially when you, when you pick up uh, big-time marquee names, especially on the defensive side of the ball that we're going to talk about. And, but the, the, big, the big pickup that you guys got, you just extended him for five years, uh, $45 million dollars. Uh, talk about uh, what do you think about Brandon Cooks and, I, and adding him to the to the offense. I've always liked Brandon Cooks, and um, Brandon Cooks last year 
with my Patriots, and he played for two Hall of Fame quarterbacks, one of them named Tom Brady. Start, he started with usually Brandon Cooks is a special, special talent. I mean, what he did last year with the Patriots, with my Patriots, when uh, Julian Edelman was the season, he really provided that versatility that Brady was looking for with Edelman out, and I think he's going to provide this this fun and and quickness to the Rams' offense, and I think Jared Goff is going to enjoy playing with Brad. Absolutely. Um, you look at, like, yeah, pretty much exactly what you just said. You look at Cooks, definitely um, very good down the field, speedy guy. I think last year you guys kind of lacked in that. I mean, you have Woods and you have Cooper Cup who are more um, under than, um, underneath type of receivers. So now you have a guy that could, you know, take it for 70. And that's, that's, that's dangerous for your offense, especially when you got a guy like Gurley in the backfield. It makes – it's tough for defenses now. So if you put eight in the box, Cooks is going to get so many one-on-ones. Uh, yeah, I feel like, you know, that was, that was a great pickup. And then also you look at Sean McVay, the, the receivers he's had prior to being in, in Los Angeles, uh, Pierre Garçon, uh, Deshaun Jackson, when he was, when he was in, um, in Washington, he's always utilized those speedy guys and, and – and they've always flourished in his system. So now you add Cooks to that equation with the with the uh, the slot receivers and Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. I think I think the, the defense is gonna. I mean, I'm sorry, the offense is gonna be extremely dangerous. So you talked about Gurley, and you said Gurley is one of the reasons why that one of the reasons why the Rams are one of your favorite teams. One offensive player of the year last year had a phenomenal year, especially off. His, you know, his sophomore year, we kind of fell. You know, we spoke about that, about Jeff Fisher not really utilizing him to the best of his abilities. I think, I mean, you definitely got to put him in that MVP discussion. What are your thoughts on that? I think uh, Todd Gurley is a legitimate MVP candidate, along with my boy Tom Brady. I think uh, if you look at the other players like Carson Wentz, when he's healthy, he is a legitimate MVP candidate in that conversation too when when he's healthy um Drew Brees is always in that cat in that discussions as well absolutely yeah yeah Gurley Gurley's a beast um just looking at his stats right now he you know he just it's 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 phenomenal 1300 yards 13 touchdowns last year six receiving it's I'm I'm happy for him one I'm happy that he got paid and I'm happy that he's one of the highest running backs paid in the league. Hopefully Le'Veon, when he tests the market next year, he'll get that similar deal, maybe more. I think he I think he deserves a little bit more just for just for him the amount he's done already. You know, this is only this is only Gurley's fourth year. And Le'Veon Le'Veon's pretty much pretty much been there, done that in terms of putting up the big numbers and putting up the stats. So he should definitely be compensated long term accordingly. But yeah, you look at Gurley, he's a beast. And ever ever since Georgia, he's I mean <laughs> it's tough to tackle him. He's like six three. Runs, and he's he's a lot he's a lot faster than than Le'Veon too. And I think that's I think that's why a lot of people may may put him over Le'Veon in, in some discussions. But yeah, extremely fast. I, I mean, and, and Georgia, he was just just and in the SEC, he was just bulldozing everybody. Um, and you, you you just look at the history of the Georgia running backs for him, and uh, he's definitely in that category. So. Uh, I, I definitely yeah. I got him for I, I got him one of the favorite being MVP as well, and I don't I don't see I don't see why I don't see why he can, he can't win it. I mean the last MVP to win it as a running back was AP, 
you know, they usually don't give running backs the MVP award. But if, you know, if he rushes for 2,000 yards, if he, if he gets close to that level, 1,800 yards, you know, 20, 20 plus touchdowns, you know, the Rams have a, have a very good record. I don't see why they, I don't see why you can't, you can't give them the MVP. I think, yeah, I think he, has a, he has a real good shot. All right. Um, so, yeah, we talked about golf and we talked about his development um, from, from year one to year two. When you bring a guy, in, when you bring a guy like uh, Sean McVay in, who's a quarterback-friendly coach, and he's, he's worked well with quarterbacks his entire career, you look at what he's done with, with Kirk Cousins. Um, he, you know, Kirk Cousins, you know, Michigan State, real, real good quarterback. But you know he had he had his times. He struggled for a little bit. As soon as McVay came into the fold, he received the four thousand yard seasons and, and the multiple touchdowns and also the playoff success. Where do you rank Jared Goff amongst the top quarterbacks in the in the league? You, you look at look at Wentz, like you just talked about. I got Mariota, Deshaun Watson, Garoppolo's now starting to. Uh, Garoppolo has a full time job now. He's going to start a full season for the 49ers. Where do you have Goff uh, in that in that discussion? I have Jared Goff as a top ten quarterback, but I do. So okay, okay. So you think you think he's you think he's top ten, just period, top ten quarterback period. He is a top ten quarterback period. I think Jared Goff has the ability to be one ever okay. since he came into the league. All right, all right. Um, so, so you so you so you think he's you think he's a, you think he's better than. Um, like Garoppolo and Wentz and those guys, you think you think he would definitely be in that discussion? Maybe, maybe, uh, especially after again, like you talk about, it, like you know, if they have a great year this year, I mean, yeah, I, I, it, it's tough to really, it's tough to really argue with that. Uh, for me, I just, I, I like this. I want to see maybe one more year, and I like the way he had twenty touchdowns, seven, seven interceptions, uh, threw the ball exceptionally well, didn't make mistakes. I think when you have a guy like Gurley in the backfield. You, you know that that kind of that kind of subsides, and you don't really turn the ball over. Just make sure you put it in that guy's hands. You give him thirty to you give him twenty five to thirty touches, and just try not to lose the game. You know that definitely helps. And again, like we talked about with Cooks being in there, I definitely see his numbers going up. So if the the stats go up, yeah, I mean he went number one, so he should be in the discussion for for top ten quarterbacks. I, I definitely see that. And, and but we'll we'll see, we'll see as as the future as the future goes on. So let's talk about protecting golf because he is a he's a pocket passer. He's not really a, a guy that's mobile and gets out the pocket and, and creates plays. You have your left tackle Andrew Whitworth, thirty six years old. You know, getting up there, age one of the best left tackles in the league. And then you know you have your center, John Sullivan, who's thirty two, getting up there, age as well. What do you? How do you how do you see the depth on the O line? You think could that possibly be a concern in order for you guys to have success um, throughout the season? I think the Rams have a, a great offensive line. I mean, Drew Whitworth is anchoring it right now. He's a good short term guy. Roger Schaffold has been there the longest. Roger Schaffold is a, one of those guys that just provides that leadership and gut on the offensive line. And then uh, with Jamon Brown being suspended for the first two games of the season because he violated the. Abuse policy, I think uh, Joseph Noteboom, I think, will have an opportunity to start mm. at one of the guard positions. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, I think, yeah, as long as they, as long as they keep, as long as they keep uh, 16 upright, again, I, I got you. You guys definitely have a shot. So, so we're, just, so we're saying already now that 
you guys are going to win the division, right? That's already clear cut. No discussion, right? <laughs> it's no discussion in the NFC West. I mean, the Rams are going to win the NFC West, and then I think who will finish behind the Rams before you... Seattle will get up there at third place, but they'll probably fall short of the last playoff spot in the NFC. And then the Cardinals, they'll probably end up with eight and eight. So the NFC West is a tough division. It is. Well, it's it, it's a tough it's a tough division, especially you know like you got Garoppolo in there now, and we'll see what happens with Rosen uh, and or Bradford. You know, Bradford's always had injury problems, but when in, when he when he is in the game, he's a, he's a pretty good quarterback. So. We'll, we'll, that, that division is tough, especially on defense as well. And it's a perfect transition. And we're about to, we're about to dive in and into the, on the um, talk about the defense side of the ball. You add Marcus Peters, pro bowler, one of the best corners in the league. You add Akeem Talib, one of the best corners in the league, a ball hawk. Now he's, he's, um, he's paired up with, you know, his, his old-time defensive coordinator back in Denver when they won the Super Bowl, uh, Wade Phillips. Real quick, before we, before we dive into the now, what were your thoughts about the, the Rams' defense last season? I thought the Rams' defense with last season was solid, but could have been better than Michael Brockers would have stayed healthy. Um, mm-hmm. I think this year, uh, I've always liked Marcus Peters and Aqib Tlaib. I think both those guys are great additions to the secondary for the Rams, and then you have LaMarcus Joyner, who is on a franchise tag. I do think the Rams will find a way to get him extended. And then also on the defensive line, I think even though Aaron Donald's holding out, I do think the Rams will give him what he wants in an extension. Well, I feel like I, said, I, I felt like he should have been the first one to get the extension. You look at how dominant he's been since he's gotten to the league. Um, it's, uh, it's, I'm happy for him that now he's getting the exposure and, and, the, and the popularity now that the, that the team is being successful. He's always, been, he's, always, he's always been one of the top defensive linemen in the NFL. Um, now, do you think that with, with the acquisitions that you guys picked up with Sue and Donald and Brockers on the D-line, that's, that's, that's crazy. Well, um, that, that's crazy. And then now you have Tlaib, Marcus Peters, and, and Joyner. Do you, do you really do you feel like you guys have the best defensive line and the best secondary in the NFL? Yes, I think the the Rams have the best secondary and defensive line in the league. I think they look good on paper, and I think they're going to show that when the season starts. I think with the addition of Ndama Katsu, he's going to make that defense better. I think Katsu got out of a losing team in Miami, and I think he's yep. going to be a part of a winner in L.A. because the way not them Plays. I really like the way he plays because of his toughness and the way he clogs up the the uh, up, up the lanes for running backs. He'll get to the quarterback, even though sometimes he could be kind of dirty. I do think uh, Nadama Kitsu is a really d- good d- difference maker on that defense of the Rams, and he's going to be a good leader for Aaron Donald and uh, Lamarcus Joyner. No, and uh, I'm at. I'm at Aaron Donald and Michael Brockers. Brockers, right? Michael Brock. Yeah, Sue. Yeah, Sue's always been. Sue's always been a problem. Well, yeah, you know, he has a little moments. You know, he stopped the guy out in, uh, on Thanksgiving Day, but, <laughs> but you know, but I mean, essentially, that's what you want from your D lineman, especially when you're in the trenches. You want that dog. You don't want it. You don't want anyone that's soft in there because, I mean, that's, you know, those are some big dudes in there. We're talking about 300 plus. 
you know, guys in there that 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 want to that want to eat and want to definitely make plays. So you you want a guy with that nasty attitude. You want a guy with that um, with that moxie, with that with that type of fear um, amongst to, to to impose that type of fear amongst opposing um, offenses. So we talked about Brownwood, and I uh, actually I actually had wrote an article last year ranking who who I think who I thought would win. Defensive Player of the Year last year, and actually I picked Donald for you know for the reason uh, with Wade Phillips being there now, and I just felt like the I just felt like the Rams were going to be a better team, and he was going to kind of get that that recognition that he deserves. But but there's you know there's a lot of great defensive linemen out there. Let's just go specifically on this D tackle because I feel like there's another D tackle that doesn't get the respect he deserves either because you know he plays for a team that you know it's it's a small market. It's not like it's not in terms of market, it's a lot smaller than LA, um, and they've they've been, they've had some they've had some issues in terms of making the playoffs and having playoff success. I'm talking about Geno Atkins, uh, definitely one of the best three technique defensive linemen uh, you know I've ever seen. So, who do you think is better? I mean, maybe a little biased, but I just want to hear your thoughts on it. You may maybe a little biased, and I understand if you, if you pick if you pick AD, but would you would you take um, would you take Geno? Or would you take Donald? Right now, uh, I I actually like Geno Atkins. He's my favorite, one of my favorite defensive players on the Cincinnati Bengals. But I have to go with Aaron Donald because I think Aaron Donald has turned out to be one of the premier defensive linemen in the league. I've always liked Aaron Donald prior to him being drafted, and uh, I think Aaron Donald is the Rams' fit to the franchise on defense. Do you, is it, you, you think that uh, could, could he win back-to-back defensive player of the year awards? you think that's possible? Well, I think that could be possible because I think Donald is in the running for defensive player of the year. Luke Keekley is in, in the conversation as well. And also oh, the Patriots, I think Trey Flowers should be in that conversation. And uh, I think Joey Bosa of the Chargers should be in that discussion as well. A, as well as Dante Hightower. Yes, yes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, um, Bosa. Bosa is a problem. His, his brother Nick Bosa is also, you know, it's also a problem over there at Ohio State. Yeah, those were. I, I, man, it's it's tough. I haven't I haven't seen back to back defensive player of the year um, award winners in a, in a long time. I feel like he could definitely do it. I think what he would probably have to happen probably have to maybe maybe go for like eighteen. Maybe have to go like maybe sixteen to eighteen sacks. If he could, if he could definitely get get to that level. It's no, it's no question. Paired up with, with the talent around him and the team success, uh, you can't go. Actually, I think I think Watt, I think Watt might have went back to back. Actually, if I'm not mistaken, I think Watt might have went back to back. Might have had back to back defensive player of the year awards. Um, but yeah, Donald could definitely do the same. Uh, he's, he's definitely in that category, and I see him. If if he doesn't win it, if he wasn't win it this year, he'd definitely have a couple more in his belt. You know, before his career is over. So. So we talked about the secondary. We talked about the D line. Now let's talk about the the linebackers. Uh, you lose Alec Ogle, uh, um, excuse me, Alec Ogletree to the Giants. Uh, Robert Quinn leaves as well. Who do you see at that linebacker position uh, that will step up and, and really be that guy in the middle? That you know, one one cover tight ends, but also also get in the backfield and and stop the run. Well, I think. The losses of Alec Ogletree and Robert Quinn are tough for this. I think the Rams could have, should have kept both. But I think 
when the Rams traded for Ogletree, it helped them save money. And then letting Robert Quinn go gave them a lot of options internally. But I do think Samson Ibukam is a player to watch this year. I think mm. Samson Ibukam is going to have a breakout season. Corey Littleton as well. I think Mark Barron is going to cover tight ends because he used to be a safety. I think Becker, he's going to cover opposing tight ends, and I think he's going to hit the give them real good hits on that side of the ball. Yeah, Mark, yeah, Mark Barron's a bug, uh, Alabama guy. Yeah, he's a problem. Yeah, he's definitely you, – you start, you start to see now in NFL, you start to see these, like, hybrid linebackers, linebacker-type, safety-type of players where they can, they can cover wide receivers and they can also cover tight ends. And you could also have them also have them in the box to stop the run as well. So, I, I like Barron. I think you guys are going to be fine. I think you guys are going to be fine in, in that category. Again, like, when we have a, such a dominant D-line and, and when your secondary – when your secondary is – you know, you have a ball-holding secondary – it makes things a lot easier for guys, even if they're even if they're not as experienced, or even if they're not um, necessarily maybe that that good yet. Um, so yeah, when you when you have those guys and you have those guys in there, I think the linebacker position is definitely going to be improved, and I think it will get better. So we, uh, we we talked about we talked about Way Phillips being there, and I feel like that was probably probably along with Sean McVay, definitely the biggest move last year. Um, for the Rams, especially on the defensive side of the ball, you guys played so well. Do you think he'll be able to handle the personalities of a guy like of guys like um, Marcus Peters, Sue? You know, we, we talked about Sue and, and some of his some of the issues that he's had on the field. Um, and you know, and to lose, to lose never been a problem off the field or on the field. Like these guys really aren't like like necessarily like problems, but their personalities can sometimes um, over. Be, be so big that it could kind of it could kind of take control of the locker room, and it's sometimes in some and if and if, it's, if there's not enough leaders there, it can mess up the team. Do you think Wade Phillips could be able to to to, to hone in and really focus and really you know simmer down some of the personalities so they could be able to win? I think Wade Phillips will make the Diamond an even better player uh, and help personality so that he doesn't make those dirty hits and. Get purposefully give a quarterback a concussion. Right. Right. Yeah. I. I. I see. Honestly, you know, and I, and I and I ask that question because you know the media loves to try to, you know, put an image on guys and and make them look like they're a certain way. I feel like way folks is just gonna just let them do themselves. I feel like yeah, of course you don't want guys being dirty and doing you know extracurricular things after the whistle, but. Let's, yeah, especially on defense, you need you need guys that are a little crazy. You know, they they're playing defense. If you're playing defense in the NFL, you got a couple of screws loose. Like, <laughs> so I just just be yourself. And I feel like as long as they play within the system and they and they trust and they trust Coach Phillips, which I'm surely I'm sure they do because he does have the championship pedigree and he's been coaching for for so long. Father of Bum Phillips, so he has a, he has the history. Um, he's a, he's a, one of the, you know, one of the football, one of the football greats. And he's, he's also been successful as a head coach as well. So, so players respect him. And I, yeah, I think Ray Phillips, honestly, yeah, just, just, just let those guys be themselves. That's how they, that's when they play at their best. And as long as, as long, as long as they're playing within the system and playing fast and getting to the ball, the defense is going to be off the charts, off the charts. So honestly, on paper, I feel like you guys are one of the most, complete teams in NFL. Would you agree? I would agree. I think the Rams, along with my Patriots, are 
already complete teams in the league. I mean, if you look at the Patriots, their their success comes from the offensive side of the ball also because of Tom Brady. And with the Rams, I think they're going to be both successfully on the offensive side of the ball and the defensive side of the ball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, looking at this team, looking at the amount of talent that, that Los Angeles, that the Los Angeles Rams have, it's 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 remarkable. I feel like it, it got it's Super Bowl or bust, right? It is Super Bowl or bust, but I do think the Rams are ready to take that next step in contending for a Super Bowl title because I think in the NFC West, Seattle's probably past their primes. Uh, the right. LA Rams are now the new kings of the NFC West because I think every Sunday when they play at the Coliseum, I think the Coliseum is about to get loud. But I think with the new stadium coming in for the two years from now, I think that new the new stadium with their fans coming in is also going to get crazy for the Rams as well when they are in their new stadium in Inglewood. Yes, man, it's gonna be it's gonna it's gonna be a wild season. And the NFC is so tough. It's I, I compare it to the Western Conference, you know, in the NBA. Like you just it's it's so competitive every single game. Especially look at teams in the division. The amount of quarterbacks that are in that conference, it's it's tough, man. To that that's why we've seen so many different teams um, come come out the NFC and, and play in the Super Bowl. You know, you see you see Seattle, you see Philadelphia, you see Atlanta. You see uh, Carolina, so it's 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 a free for all, and, it, and whoever whoever has whoever has the best team usually comes out usually comes out and 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 hold, and you know and plays in the Super Bowl. So record prediction, where do you see them? Because they went eleven to five last year. What, what are your what do you think they'll go this year for, for the uh, this season? I think my Rams are going to follow what Patriots go for every year. I think. They're going to be a 16 and 0 team this year and win the <laughs> 16 and 0. So, and uh, and also be the number one team in the NFC this year. So you got you got to go you got to go a 16 and 0. Yeah, because you never know when you'll lose football games. That means because the Rams had the defense to do it, and right. and I could compare that to the reason why my Patriots will be 16 and 0 is because they had the offense to do it. But their defense is getting better as well. Looking at looking at the schedule right now, you got Chargers. Chargers week three. Yeah, that's, that's gonna, gonna be, be a, that's gonna that's gonna be a really good game week three. Yeah, that's gonna be a really. Then you got the Vikings right after. Kirk Cousins now. Kirk Cousins is the quarterback now. No longer Case Keenum. That's gonna be really good. Uh, then you got. Seattle, Denver. I feel like yeah, De- Denver. You guys got Garoppolo. We'll see, man. I mean, a lot of people are really trying to so quick to anoint Garoppolo as being you know one of the great, one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. I just have to see it. Um, being being a being a fan of New England, of course, you know I definitely root for him after the trade, and I do hope success for him. But I just I just need to see. It. I need to see how how he plays when defenses are game planning against him. So if, he, if he's if he's successful, man, that's that's great for for San Fran. Got Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers now. Aaron Rodgers is back. You know he's going to be motivated, especially after breaking the collarbone last year and how how um how bad they played towards the, the second half of the season. So, man, sixteen and zero. It's just it's so tough. It's just so tough to like you said. It's so tough to win in this league, and anything can happen in football, man. I, man, I 
But I don't see I don't see sixteen and no. I feel like I feel like you guys could probably still be in that in that I say, I say twelve and four. I think you guys would be twelve and four. Again, you guys improved dramatically on the defensive side of the ball. You had three pro bowlers, three old pros. So <laughs> and then you add Cooks now, you add Cooks to that equation on the offensive side with with the offensive player of the year. Man, uh, definitely, yeah. One of the most complete teams. It's, I, I don't it's, – it's tough, it's tough, you know, especially being the England fan and, you know, the 18-1 and one season. It's, it's difficult, you know, when you, when you talk about undefeated seasons. But if, if, if it was any team, two definitely do it. I feel like you guys definitely have a, have a shot at, at going undefeated and, you know, making history. Making history. The last team to do it was 72 Dolphins. So, you guys definitely have a shot. I, I see it. See a lot has to a lot has to happen, like you said, but it's uh it's it's a great it's such a great roster, such a great. I, I can't wait to use those guys in Madden man. Once Madden nineteen comes up, I also the reason why I say that because my Super Bowl prediction will be when my Patriots play the Rams, and then both okay. teams will be battling for nineteen and zero in the Super Bowl. <laughs> that would be that. What a story that would be. What a story that would be. Wow. Um, <laughs> that, yeah, you know what, man? That, that would be that would be great. That would be great. That would be great if that happens. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. All right, so let's let's go back to the roster a little bit. Let's talk about breakout players. Who do you see on the on the offensive side of the ball really being that, that breakout guy? Obviously, I'm gonna go with the receiver position. Obviously, Robert Woods and Brandon Cooks are the established guys on the roster as your as your established receivers. I'm gonna go with Cooper Cup. I think Cooper Cup last year he had a solid rookie season, but I think Cooper Cup taking his game to the next level. Yeah, Cooper Cup played Cooper Cup played well for his rookie year. 869 yards, five touchdowns. Yeah, uh, I mean we're 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 on the same we're on the same. Um, Wavelength on that. I, I feel like Cooper Cup's definitely gonna have a breakout year again with with Cooks going out to to stretch the field. He's gonna get so many more one on ones in the slot, and 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 you can already you can already see the camaraderie between him and Goff. I feel like he's gonna put up big numbers next year. Definitely a thousand yards. Yeah, he had five touchdowns last year. I definitely see that going up. I definitely see that going up, maybe to like the nine or ten range, depending on you know. If, if, honestly, Goff could be a breakout player too. You know, he could have a 30, 35 plus touchdown season, you know, 4,000, you know, 4,500. Yeah, he could really break out and really be in that. He could be in that MVP talk as well. So, but yeah, in terms of like, you know, under radar guys in the come up, I, I definitely got Cooper Cup. I got Cooper Cup with you. I'm, re- I'm right there with you as well. What about on the defensive side of the ball? You got on the defensive side of the ball, I'm going to go with Corey Littleton. Okay. Because he's going to fill that void that Alec Ogletree left. Mm. All right, all right. I, honestly, I'm, I'm going. With, I'm going with Mark Barron. I'm going with Mark Barron. He's it's his career. has uh, been a little, been up and down. You know, he was he was in Tampa Bay, then got traded, got traded to the Rams when they were in St. Louis. Uh, I'm looking for him to have a very good year. I think that yeah, yeah, he had 86 combined tackles last year, had a sack, but I think he could he could definitely he could definitely play lights out and. He, he could definitely get an X factor on that defense. With him, with those guys in the secondary on the defensive line, <laughs> scary, scary. So I got Mark Barron as, as my breakout player. I have him as well. I kind of changed my mind on that. I think <laughs> Mark Barron for me. 
he's really good. He's really what, what the um, what defenses want, what defenses look for now when it comes to a, a linebacker. Now, you really can't go back to the old days when you have guys that were like 6'5", 260, to, you know, with the big pads and going in the middle and stopping the run. Now the game is so spread out. You know, you got running backs being receivers now, and so you got so many receivers on the field. You need a lot and with the tight ends. You know, pretty much now they're they got they, they they no longer have their hand on the ground. Now they're out split wide as well. So you need defenders that are extremely versatile. I feel like he definitely fits that category. So, uh, yeah, Mark Mark Barron, yeah, I, I, it's cool. It's cool to go back, bro. I, I feel you, man. It's yeah, Mark Mark Barron's a dog, and he's like I said, he's a bummer guy. So you know, they always they always bring the noise, always. Always been the noise, man. Any uh, any last thoughts on on the Los Angeles Rams? And I know now you're saying 16 and 0 against 16 and 0 in New England, but yeah, any, any last thoughts? Any last predictions? Anything you want to say, man? Um, I gotta say that I think this Rams team's gonna have a very good season, and I'm just looking forward to when football season starts. For sure. Um, where where can where can if when people people want to? I see I see you have a a blog post up. Where can people look for that? And, and definitely yeah, let us know. Where can we find that? Uh, can you repeat that question again? Oh, yeah. I see, I see on, um, on your page you have a, uh, um, a link to, you know, like a, like a blog where you do, like, where you do articles. Like, where, can we, where can we look for that for, for future articles on, on your favorite teams? Uh, you could work on it on my uh, website on WordPress. There's a link to it that you could click on. And then I'll write stuff about the Rams and all that. And then I also share it on Sport Talk as well. Great. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's, we met on Sports Talk. Sports Talk's a great app. And um, it's, it's really like Facebook for sports. So, <laughs> so yes, yeah, that's, why, that's how I look at it. Facebook for sports. And, yeah, this, this season this season is going to be so crazy. On social media, where can we find you? Uh, what's that again? On social media, where can we find you on um, – uh, Instagram and stuff like that for people to look out for for your um, for new articles or new posts that you put out. Um, you just look it up on Sport Talk for new articles because I'll post like a blog on Sport Talk. But I think for my next blog post, write about the Rams as well as the Patriots. All right, cool. So you heard it here. Listen to it. any any type of new article that's out. Go on the Sports Talk app, download it in Google Play or um, the Apple Store. Check it out, man. You know, my guy, big-time Rams fan, always brings great content. Lorenzo, man, it's a pleasure. I know we've been trying to uh, trying to get the audio deal and trying to get everything situated, but I'm happy that we got this episode out, man. And um, it's, it's great, man. Thank you so much for being a part of the first episode of the All-NFL 32. Uh, thank you, Lorenzo, man. Thank you, bro. My pleasure. All right, man. This is, this is the end uh, for the love of the game, episode two. Yeah, thank you.